0: Okay,
1: I don't have a straw. I feel like that made a very weird noise, but anyways, welcome back to the Mom Pod. Um, As you can hear from the lack of Alyssa, there is no Alyssa in the room today. We have Mackenzie. Hello,
0: hello. Um,
1: I would like to call the Mom Pod, like the Mom Pod featuring Ali Janeski, Alyssa Valencia, and most of the time Mackenzie Oliphant. <laughs> because you've been here on the podcast. Six times.
0: Yeah, it's been a lot.
1: It's been a lot. I
0: love it though. I love coming on. It is I was, fun. I was so excited. I was literally telling my friend this morning when you texted me, we're like, "So, do you want to be like the co-host today, like a
1: guest host?" And I was like, uh, "Yes, I love I was it." So excited. Yeah, because I feel like we should elaborate on why this is not here. The sickness that's going around right now is atrocious, tragic, and it's babies that are mm-hmm. getting sick, which makes my heart like hurt. So they're down bad right now. Seth was just sick. Now Rain is sick. And that's the like shitty thing about when you have a toddler in the house is yeah. they're just so in everything yes. that like when they're sick or when anyone in the house is sick, you can pretty much guarantee that everyone's going to get sick. Absolutely. It I, literally just went through my whole family. Yeah. How Everyone. long? Kendall was sick for a while too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She probably had it for like a solid like five days of her looking awful yeah like very very sick not eating yeah it's so heartbreaking it
1: is hard at this age with them too because yes you can communicate with them but like I feel like a lot of like when we're sick and we want to be babied we can ask for whatever we want and whatever we need and we're not hungry for this but like oh we could be hungry for soup you kind of just have to figure that out with yeah. them and they're miserable all the time and there's really not much you can do because yes. I feel like toddlers in general are kind of miserable all the time yeah. because nobody can figure them out. Mm-hmm. So them sick is just that times 10. Yeah. The it's worst. Amplified. Yeah. It's awful. So I feel for them. But on the bright side, we have Mackenzie as a guest host today. Um, and today's an interesting episode. We I think it's the last episode of 2022. Yeah. Because it'll be 2023 on Saturday. Oh, My God. In two days. What a year. What a year. What a year. (laughs) I forget that, like, our friend group wasn't even a thing last year.
0: Like, this time last year, I didn't know you.
1: Or, like, even earlier this... I don't know what time we all started hanging out, because you recorded your episode for the very first time earlier this year.
0: Yeah. And I was pregnant, and I didn't get pregnant until, like, February.
1: Yeah. And we... I think we didn't even start the podcast until April. Yeah. That's So, yeah. It's been... It feels like it's been a really long year, but also a good year I don't know about how what your yeah. thoughts are yeah on the entirety of the year but
0: I feel like ending the year I'm ending it a lot better than if you were to have asked me like a month ago how my year was yeah, gonna end I probably sure. wouldn't have thought it was ending as well for sure but now I feel like it's gonna end really good and I'm like just so anxious and excited for 2023,
1: like in a good way. In like good anxious, way. like like
0: I'm ready. Yeah, I'm like giddy for it. To come.
1: I always get scared when I feel that way. Like I try to not let myself feel giddy or excited <laughs> about like an upcoming year because that's usually when like life shits on me. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. But I this year started out super rough, which is kind of why we started the podcast in the first place was because I
0: didn't
1: know that. Well, yeah, the very first episode that we ever did was. About friendship breakups.
0: That's yes, that's right. That's and about right.
1: how I had literally just lost my entire friend group. Yeah. I was starting from zero, like with a baby and not even a husband yet at that yeah. point. And I just had really like n- nothing and no one to talk to. Yeah, no community. And no community. And so Alyssa and I starting the podcast was kind of a way for me to get out feelings without. I feel like when you post on social media it's almost like texting Mm -hmm. where a lot of what you're saying is up for interpretation. Like people can misread what you're trying to say, or even if you're doing like a sweet lengthy, like open post, it can still be taken wrong. Mm -hmm. When you're listening to someone speak about something, you can hear their emotion. You can hear how they feel about it. A sentence can be taken very differently spoken versus how it was typed. And that was a lot of the um, push for us to do a podcast instead of anything else, just because you feel more open to be able to talk yeah. about these things. And I really, at the time, needed to talk about it. And I feel like ever since that episode, you know, those topics were touched on more and more. I think have been touched on a little bit in every single episode. But I feel like it would be a like a big mind-opening thing for me to go back and listen to that first episode.
0: Probably. I
1: feel like I should.
0: Yeah, I feel like maybe before like New Year's Eve, you should listen to yeah. it.
1: Because I just feel like I've come such a long way and a lot of it is due to doing the podcast.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah. You're well, just forced to sit down every week and talk about stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it also brings in us like a that sense of community that you felt like you were lacking. Mm-hmm. Like so many people are hearing you. Yeah. And they're either able to relate or empathize or mm-hmm. some in some way yeah. feel like they can relate to you. And yeah. that makes others feel good too. Yeah.
1: I think getting like the first few messages back. Yeah. Like I've said it before on the podcast a million times. We're not a huge podcast, but the little community that we do have is like so supportive and like getting the first couple messages back after those few episodes of people like I'm literally going through the exact same thing that you're yeah. going through was like everything that I needed. Mm-hmm. And so even if I, it's not, this really hasn't been about like it getting big for me. It's been community yeah. for me yeah, and yeah. I've really found that. And I think that this has been one of my highlights of 2022 and It's shown me that I can be consistent with something. That's huge. Which is huge for me, especially. I feel like I'm an instant gratification kind of person. Are you like that? Yes.
0: I feel like literally, I have this conversation all the time. I think everyone in our generation are instant. Like we, we buy something on Amazon. We want it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Like we want instant gratification.
1: Yeah. But like life doesn't always work like that. I know. And so. Unfortunately. (laughs) Actually, most of the time life doesn't work like that. And I am a big, you know, culprit of giving up on things when they don't immediately work like I started YouTube and like was getting I had like 70 subscribers and then this all this shit went down earlier this year and then I just stopped yeah I get this complex of like oh my god everybody thinks I'm weird for like trying to do this or trying to do that but I think having Alyssa on board with me and having guests on and people participating in it with me really made me stay consistent with it and then even though it hasn't blown up or anything like that I still am very proud that I've made it to the end of the year and as you should yeah it's been really really it's fun. a huge accomplishment this is not an easy if you guys could have seen <laughs>
0: Allie explaining to me the setup that goes into a podcast you guys would be mind blown i was mind blown i'm like so do you have a degree in tech or I something don't. like what is going on no and that's you know literally
1: that's and that's another thing i hadn't really thought about myself either is that i learned how to do all this by like grinding and staying yeah. up late and watching YouTube videos and teaching myself something that that's not does not come natural to me. Yeah. Computers and science and any kind of tech stuff is not my expertise. Mm-hmm. But now it's something that I can do and that I can explain to other people. So I think that that's been really cool that I've been able to learn that. Um, but let's throw it back to you because when did, did Yellow Door start last year?
0: So Yellow Door technically... I came up with the name and like the vision for the yellow door back in like 2019. Okay. But it didn't turn into a storefront until 20 last year, so 2021.
1: Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So how has 2022 been for Yellow Door and how's that experience been for you?
0: It's been it's been good. It's been a roller coaster. Um I basically have completely new renters from when I first opened, oh, interesting. which was a huge transition. Um, I have one girl that's been with me since I opened, okay. like one of my very OG renters. Um, and I was really nervous for that because... Mm. I, Obviously, I went through the surrogacy journey this past year, and I felt like I was very absent from the yellow door. Oh, okay. So, which also, looking back, made me proud that it, like, stayed alive, even right. though I wasn't there every day. I'm like, right. wow, it still can run. Like, right. it's it's doing good. It's, a it's yeah. yeah. Um, But I was really nervous to get back in there fully after I had the baby, because I was like, I feel like I have these new girls in here renting, and I don't even know them. Yeah. Like, it was such a weird, like, I felt uncomfortable in my own business. Like, even though I built it and I yes, you like, own it, created yeah. it. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I'm an outsider mm. and all these other girls are like in here running it. Yeah. But we all went to dinner last night we had like a little, Cute. yeah, a little girls night and all got together and two of the girls hadn't even ever like officially met each other because everyone has their own schedules, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But it was just really like a really big breath of fresh air knowing that... Everyone was getting
1: along, yeah. and I was like stressing up until that yeah. moment
0: of like, oh my gosh, I hope everyone's like happy, and yeah. you know, it was it was really good. I was really happy.
1: As of like recently, I've really noticed Yellow Door like become your baby again. Yes. Like you've been really devoted to being there, and new ideas, yeah. and like you've been there grinding a lot more recently. I'm trying, and I know that that like fills your cup.
0: Yes, it so does. that's good.
1: That you're you're able to get back to that.
0: Yeah, it's like my baby before my baby yes (laughs) it was it was like my kendall before i had kendall yeah so it's hard though i mean running a business and then having a child starting a podcast and having a child like doing anything outside of being a
1: mom is exhausting yeah (laughs) no it is i like often think about like i don't think i've ever believed in myself about a thing enough to like go all in the way you did with Yellow Door. And I, like, want that to happen to me. I don't see myself as, like, a small business girly or, like, creative enough to do something like that. Mm-hmm. But I just, like, can't wait to hit a moment where I, like, become passionate about something yes. and then that's my end game. Yeah. I really feel like that happened for me in 2023. I feel like I'm of the, the age, the mindset, my life is starting to form where I'm able to even think about these things because prior to this, it, like, it was a nice thought you know Mm -hmm. to like have a kind of dream or this is what I'm gonna do but it was never realistic because I just couldn't do anything except for take care of my kid yeah now that she's getting older and the idea of school is coming up like I can start to think about what will my life look like when she's full-time in school and has her own life and her own hobbies and her own things yeah because that's just not how life has been previous to this so yeah
0: it's crazy I think about that too and I'm trying to like be in the moment and be thankful for these times where I can't go to work because I have to be home taking mm-hmm. care of Kendall because I know that mm-hmm. before we know it we're gonna blink and like Reagan and Kendall and Rain are gonna be in school isn't that and, crazy like, that
1: everyone says that like it goes so fast so fast but when you're in it it's just, like it's, it's never like gonna that. end yeah like you're the like, saying like, that the days are long wait the days are long but the years are short yes yes, yeah. Is very true yes because that's just you like when you're in it and you're in the thick of it, it's like, God, like, I feel like she's never going to be able to yeah. tie her own shoes or yes. these little things, yeah. but it's going to happen.
0: Hold her own head up, mm-hmm. feed herself, mm-hmm. give herself her own bottle. Like yeah. all those things during the day, you're like, this is the longest 24 hours I've ever experienced in my Literally. life. And then I'm looking back on 2022 and I'm like, holy shit, that was the fastest year I've ever lived through. I
1: know. <laughs> I, and I think all of us kind of needed a little bit of a normal year. I feel like 2022 yeah. was as close to a normal year as we were going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and thinking back, I think I was on a plane like multiple times and that wasn't something that was feasible in 2020 or 2021. I went yeah. and visited people. I went to five weddings this year. That's, oh, wow. That's and, the, a lot. and my first wedding was this year that I ever went to. Oh my gosh. Yes. So like just, we experienced a lot of things this this year that at the same time, I feel like you are kind of of the similar mindset where the beginning of the year was kind of rough. Yeah. Like friendship-wise and life-changing. And then once we settled into the, it's cliche, it applies to relationships, I feel like, as well as friendships and other things in your life. Like when you stop looking, things come to you. Yes. When you're out there searching for it, it, I feel like it never happens. Yes. To an extent. I feel like sometimes if you're really working hard for something, it can happen. But the second I sat back in life and I was like, okay, I have Reagan and I have chance and that needs to be enough for me. Yeah. Like that's just just what it is right now and that's got to be enough. Then along came community and yeah. friends and things yeah. like that. And I just feel like that's an important lesson to, like, settle in with yourself. Yeah. Realize that where you're at's where you're at. And a lot of the times there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. And then life will give you what you need in that moment.
0: I could not agree more. I was thinking about what my word for 2023 is going to be. Because with, like, planning vision boards and stuff, you should pick, like, a word. Okay, yeah. Talk like... a
1: little bit more about that. Because I feel like you did say something about, like... You had words for each year.
0: Yeah, so I want my word for 2023 to be contentment. I want to be content because me and my sister always joke that I lack contentment and she thinks she does too. So much. Like, I'm constantly like, okay, I achieved this minuscule goal of mine. Mm. When in the moment when I was planning for that goal, it was huge. Right. Opening a storefront, that was Like, mind-blowing to me. Being able to quit my job and work Yellow Door full-time. Mind-blowing to me. But then I achieve it, and I'm like, okay, what's next? Like, I'm not content and happy in that moment with what I just accomplished.
1: I'm always looking for what's next and bigger. Do you think that that's going to be a shift in mindset for you? Or there's going to be something that you accomplish that will make you content? I think it's going to be a shift in mindset. I feel like it's very...
0: It's a it's a definite definite challenge for me to be content and I think that's all having to do with my mindset and how I like look at it I feel like being content I'm like accepting failure almost and that seems very drastic yeah because like I was
1: gonna say that it's not a bad thing to always be striving to do more right but if you're starting to feel like it's a to the point where you're like, it's never, like never good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Then maybe it is a shift in mindset. Yeah.
0: I feel like, yeah. I feel like I need, like, I was just telling Allie before we started the podcast um, that I was telling myself, like, I need to save that, mm. like, a blank amount of money because I need to buy a house by January 2023. And then I'm sitting there, I'm like, why are you giving yourself, like, such high, unrealistic expectations? Like, and what is buying a house like? What, Is it because I'm getting kicked out of my apartment? No. Is it because I, like, can no longer live in the place I live? No. Is it because I'm moving out of state and I have to? No. Like, so why am I putting these unrealistic expectations to where I'm like, it's like literally keeping me up at night, or even stressing. these
1: like time limits and
0: time limits, yes. right? Like if you want to save enough limits. money to buy a
1: house, that's great. But why by January 2023? Yeah. Like you yeah. can give yourself a little bit more. Yes. How does Trey react to this mindset? Is he kind of the same way, or is no. he no? Okay,
0: he's like the complete opposite. We literally were just talking about like I, I lack contentment, and he's like way too comfortable. With it, I feel like. We're, like, complete opposites. Like, he's very, like, I'm very comfortable here. Right. And then I was, like, okay, so there... I need to, like, basically differentiate being complacent and just being content. Right. Because when you're complacent, then there's an issue. But being content in the moment, that's okay. Yeah. And I don't know why in my head I'm, like, well, if I'm just content living, like, right here, that's not good.
1: Right. (laughs) Right.
0: Which is, like you said, a complete mind shift. Do
1: you feel like that, like, maybe... Not just that, but, like, for example, the need for to get a house. Does yeah. that come from outside pressures or that is an internal thing for you? Yeah, I think I think a little bit of both.
0: I think when I think of getting a house, I think of getting a house because I want to be able to invite everyone, all of the friends over at once. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to host during holidays. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to, like, have people over and not worrying about, like, oh, there's not enough room for everyone to right. sit and dine and play games and, right. like, Three people to use the restroom at one time because we only have one bathroom in our right. apartment. And then I am then I sit and I sit with that and I think to myself, well, who was that for? You're doing this because of these people you
1: want to bring right. over. You're not right, right. Which is okay on- to have a motivation like that. Right. But is is that worth, like, putting yourself in distress over? I don't really think so. Hundreds
0: of thousands of dollars in debt when you shouldn't
1: be doing that. Right. Yeah. And I think we forget how young we are still and that most people our age are not even in the mindset of we need to buy a house right now. Or move out of our mommy and daddy's house. (laughs) Like, most people our age are not even doing that. Yeah. I feel like it takes a lot to, like, sit back and be like, whoa, like... We're not very inclined to do that to Mm -hmm. ourselves, right? We hear it from other people, like, yo, chill, like, it's fine. But to do it to yourself takes a lot of rewiring. Mm -hmm. Um, I I often wonder, like, how I would be in that situation. Like, I have never felt, like, pressure to, like, do all of these things, I feel like, until Mm -hmm. social media. Yes. Like, entering mom social media is bittersweet because I love seeing everyone else's babies. I love that my Instagram feed is like home decor Mm -hmm. and babies Mm -hmm. and this and that. But there's always like twinges of like, Oh, well my baby's not doing that yet. Or, Oh, my kitchen doesn't look like that. Or I don't have that home or this or that. Yes. And I feel like that's why I asked if it's outside pressure because you see all these people that seem to have it like that, but do they really? And you never know what's going on in someone's life. But that for me is a big sense of, Stress a lot yes. of the time is seeing what everyone else is doing and why am I not doing that? Yeah,
0: I agree. I feel like you put a lot of pressure on yourself due to these other people you idolize, mm-hmm. and then sometimes you, something it sounds bad, but then sometimes something really bad happens to them, and you're like, wow, like they're not as untouchable as I thought, or right. they're not like their life isn't as perfect as right. I thought because X, Y, and Z's happened. And they also post about that, the good and the bad. Right. Which is a good thing because right. it kind of brings us back to earth, like, okay, they're not
1: as... Right, but it's still chosen. Uh, yes. Right. Yeah. Like, they're not posting yeah. that they just had a fight with their spouse or that right. they're in money trouble or this or that. They post the things, and I'm guilty of it too, that is okay enough to, to be mm-hmm. up for public consumption. Yeah. Like, I have to remind myself that all the time, even the most vulnerable people that are posting on social media aren't telling all of it. No. Um I was talking to Chance about this and a little bit posted it on like my close friend's story that like Chance got me a new phone for Christmas. Mm -hmm. It hasn't come in yet. But the last time I got a new phone, I like just didn't download my social media apps for a while. I think it was like a month and I loved it. And so now I'm thinking of the concept of like doing a social media free year. That's huge. And I don't know what that would look like for me. But I always walk out of, like, social media detoxes, like, feeling so much better. The world just feels more real when your face isn't in a phone absorbing everyone else's lives. Like, you're living your own. There are downsides to it, obviously, because I do love to see what everyone else is doing. I do love to see pictures of other people's kids, but it's like, I have to weigh. Like, Mm -hmm. is that more negative than it is positive on me? And I feel like most of the time it's negative.
0: Yeah. I feel the same way. I've, I'll notice like sometimes Trey and I are sitting on the couch and I feel like so alone. And I'm like, why do I feel like this? Cause I'm like my husband's sitting right next to me. Yeah. And then I'm like looking over and I'm like, we're both just absorbed into our phones. Like it can make you feel very isolated yeah. too when you're so absorbed into whatever you're reading or whatever you're scrolling on. And sometimes you're just scrolling to scroll because it's
1: most of habit. The time. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I feel like detoxing would be really, really good. I definitely would benefit from it if I could. Yeah.
1: I feel like a lot of the times when I put like a time where like, oh, I'm going to detox for a month. I don't fully feel like I'm like committed to it mm-hmm. because I know I'm going to get it back. And I'm yeah. still, it's something that I've noticed from doing that little detox a couple times is that I take pictures for social media. Mm-hmm. Like the way I'm taking pictures mm-hmm. is different. The yes. way I'm taking videos is different. Yeah. Like, the way I'm formulating how I'm capturing memories is for how I'm going to post them. Yep. And then I feel like if I was to take a full year off or say, like, indefinitely, I'm going to hop off of this, I just would like to see how that would change. Mm -hmm. And I'd still want to capture memories and stuff. But, like, I have a camera. I have Polaroid cameras. I have a little vlog camera. Like, I can still capture these memories and it be, like, for me and how I want to view it. I, I just do worry that, like... There are people that if I go off social media I won't speak to. Yeah. Ever again. It's hard. It is hard cuz like I said I formed a community from doing things like this mm-hmm. and to give it up, I don't know. It's bittersweet. So I haven't committed to that yet, but it's something I'm definitely thinking about as far as like when I think about my goals for 2023. I don't know. Do you do like specific resolutions ever or Yeah. Um
0: I do. I'm going to pull out my notebook okay, cuz I like need some reference. But I do like a whole little kind of reflection and that kind of gets my brain stimulated and thinking back to, okay, what did I accomplish? So I put like my wins and then my challenges for 2022s and then I listed them out. And then I went on and I did my now 2023 goals for both personal and professional. Cute. Um, yeah. So I feel like the reflecting on 2022, whether it's me like not wanting to, like, be thinking I need to buy a house right in such a short amount of time? What are the supporting things that I'm going to do in order to achieve that goal? And rewiring my mindset. Well, how am I going to do that? And then I would kind of, like, reverse engineer it a little yeah.
1: bit.
0: And then that would kind of get me back to, like, the square one yeah. of, okay, now I know what I need to do moving forward in order to achieve X, Y, and Z yeah. in 2023. Cute, yeah,
1: and they don't always have to be like super difficult. <laughs> have you always been the type of person to like? Because I'm looking at Mackenzie right now; she's a full notebook of these things. <laughs> have you always been the type of person to write these things down? Yes. Has, has it helped you? How did you learn that that helps you? Um.
0: Well, my sister's a huge planner. Cassie okay. is like the biggest planner she knows of every influencer out there that, like, their job is to make either digital planners or oh, physical really? planners. Like, okay. yeah, she's so in that, um, like into that kind of stuff, into like the planning and different vision boards and how to make vision boards and everything like that. So she really helped me kind of get organized in that sense. And then I just kind of became obsessive over it a little bit, but I like it. It's like my My fun time.
1: And you feel like you really reference back to these things because I feel like the few times I've had a planner has always been one when I'm in school. Mm -hmm. And that's been something that like has kind of been like necessary to remember when I have a test or something. But I would like take time and like write all these things down that I have to do and like make my planner all cute and I would never look at it again. Yeah. Like, how do you make your brain, like,
0: remember, I need to
1: look at my planner?
0: I honestly bring it everywhere. Do you? Yeah. Like, I always have this backpack, and it has, like, currently, I literally have, like, three planners in it. Oh, my God. And, like, notebooks. What are they for? Are they for different things? Yeah, like, budgeting. So, one's, like, my bookkeeping. One's my personal planner. Um, and then in my personal planner, I also put like my professional appointments and stuff. Okay. And then I want to get a separate one for the boutique. So, oh it's my just, God. and then I'm probably going to get a second one for the, or a different one for the podcast. Yeah. Like, there's just, I just feel like if I do all of it in one journal, I'll get confused. Jumbled. And yeah. Then, yeah. It'll be jumbled. So I like to keep things separate and that might sound crazy. But for me, when I look at one notebook, I don't want to open a notebook and have like A brain dump. Have to sift through to find what you're looking for. of everything. So I like keeping it all separate. Cute. So
1: this one is your little vision board one.
0: one. Well, it started as, like, you can see. I, like, literally started the very first page. It's, like, the remainder of 2020, um, 2022's, like, months. Okay. But then I started talking about, like, June, the boutique. And then I went on and I started talking about, like, clothing launches for Okay. And then I went on to, what was it, a launch party. And then I have, like, my monthly expenses. Like, it's kind Cute. of jumbled in the beginning. Yeah. But then as you get to the end, I was like, okay, I want it to be kind of my end of the year, sum it up, yeah. reflect, plan. Yeah envision I love that everything
1: I'm like these are the things that I feel like if I stopped social media that I would have to do because for me social media has always been a brain dump like if you follow me you know that like literally whatever is in my brain like comes out on my stories
0: you do good with you would probably really enjoy journaling
1: I used to write like little poems and stuff yeah like when I was going through therapy in 2019 Mm -hmm. I used to do a lot of that and then I would sit with my therapist and we'd like go over stuff yeah I feel like because that's when I started journaling mm-hmm. that there might be, like, negative feelings yeah. for me around yeah. it. So I feel like the idea of a planner or, like, vision board mm-hmm. or some kind of manifesting yeah. might be a good place to start.
0: Yeah. Or calling it something different. Calling do it something similar, different. Yeah. Maybe not do the poems and stuff, but, like, just brain dump. Like, it, like you can even call your notebook IG brain dump. But yeah. But write it instead yeah. of typing it and posting it. Yeah. And then that way you can look back on it, too. Yeah. And reflect.
1: It's funny. Mackenzie was, she's doing a um, vision board party tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. At her business. And I was, she was, like, trying to explain a vision board to me. And you could just, like, look at my face that I was, like, not getting it. <laughs> she was, like, let so me try to show you, like, Pinterest pictures. Yeah. And Allison is there. And she's, like, you know, like, a picture of a house or something. <laughs> I'm, like, I am so Money. confused. All yeah. But I kind of get it. Like, I... Yeah. A vision board is like manifesting, right? Yeah, yeah. However, if
0: you believe in like manifestation, which I'm a firm believer on. Oh, you are, okay. I
1: do, I love manifestation.
0: Um, It's like all about like you manifesting for 2023. That can be what your vision board's about. Um, It can be just like small little things you want to do in 2023. Or it can be huge things you want to do in 2023. Right, that was
1: another thing I was going to ask is how do you not get carried away with this? Like, do you have to tell your brain to kind of still be realistic? Because I feel like it could be a bit of a downer So, like, let's say you made a vision board of 2023 and at the end of the year you look at it and you've done nothing. That was on your vision board.
0: And sometimes that happens. Really? Sometimes you do a vision board and you're like, what the hell? Like, I didn't do any of this stuff. What was I thinking when I made Mm. it? Or the opposite. My sister and I were just talking um, and we were, like, making plans and reflecting on last year's. And she was like, I am looking back on these, like, things that I wanted for 2022. And I've done the same thing where I like make these big goals in the moment. I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I going to achieve that? And then she's like, and then I achieve it. And I'm like, okay, like, Mm. and like, Mm. I'm not, I'm not as excited and proud of myself for achieving such a big thing.
1: Do you think it's because you believe in yourself? Like, you know, you're gonna do it. Like, cause we were talking to Trey on the podcast Mm -hmm. when he was on and he was like, I know that if she starts something and she like really believes in it, she's going to do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like. That is the case a lot. And I also feel like when you say, like, what if you make a vision board and you don't, like, achieve any of it? Yeah. I feel like it's all how you think of it. But even if you did a few steps mm. to achieve that yeah. during the year, yeah. I'm happy with that. Yeah. because like, I know at the end I'm going to do it. Yeah. Like, there's no option for me. I'm not going to not do it.
1: I feel like my brain has never been wired that way. Really? No.
0: I. F- you know, I feel like it took a lot of, um, like... Affirmations, mm-hmm. telling myself, speaking in the present tense versus saying, like, I want to, like, I am going
1: to. Interesting. I would
0: not. I remember there was a time when I was, oh, like, getting ready to start the Yellow Door. I hadn't even had, like, my first studio space. And I would tell myself, like, it's not, I'm going to one day. Mm-hmm. Like, I. I'm going to talk like I already opened it. I've been in business for five years. Like, I own the yellow door storefront. Like that's And you how feel I like that up. helps you? Yeah, I feel like that helped manifest it. And, yeah. like, get those vibes out there. And get yeah. that energy that I needed to open myself up to receive these good things.
1: Yeah, I just feel like I'm such a pessimist that, like, the fear of speaking things into existence and them not working out makes me not want to in the first place. It's hard. I don't know how to, yeah. like, fix that. I feel like... Social media, I feel like I need to, like, every time I come back to the thought of, like, bettering myself or, like, coming up with new hobbies or, like, getting into grad school or, like, any of these things that I want to accomplish, mm-hmm. I really feel like letting go of social media for a while is going to help me. It might. It makes it me sad, might. but.
0: And it doesn't mean it has to be forever. You yeah. Can tell yourself that, like, it, it could be your reward. Yeah. Once you've achieved these things, like, I'm going to check in i yeah. set said it so it's like a once a month thing. You right. go, you do your check-ins, you reach out to those people that you feel like you'd lose if you didn't go on social yeah. media. And you just, and you can let people know too on social media. Hey, yeah. I'm doing a little month hiatus of no social media. I'll check in once a month and then...
1: I'm not, gone again. Yeah. I'm,
0: gonna, I'm gonna focus on me and my family.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's also another personality a trait personality trait of mine that's like kind of that is that I'm an all or nothing kind of girl. <laughs> like I'm really gonna just do it like you're Like, I need to cut this culture. Just completely. Yeah. That's how I went vegetarian. Like people ask me like, Oh, did you like take some time mm-hmm. and slowly cut it out? I was like, no, one day I decided I wasn't gonna eat meat anymore and I haven't for like six years.
0: But that's huge. Like that's something you're saying like you can't do. Mm. It's I telling yourself like, like yeah. I'm gonna do it. And you did
1: that's true there was
0: no if, ands or buts like you told yourself like i'm gonna do it and yeah even though sometimes the things you're saying aren't all in your control i feel like right. that's a little scary and there's right. outside factors that might prevent you from doing it in that moment right but just telling yourself like anything i can control i'm gonna work towards yeah x y and z and yeah. i will get there
1: i think that's about rewiring your brain as to what you can control mm-hmm. right because you tell yourself a lot of the times that these things are out of your control but they're not
0: yeah or it might not look the same as someone else achieving it like your path to getting your degree and doing these things might not look the same as the person you're following on instagram but regardless you're getting there
1: right and it's
0: it's happening that way because you're not the same person as that person you're watching your life isn't the same they don't have the same outside factors affecting them like they affect you right
1: i think that's hard too especially being a young mom like i'm 24 And so I look at other 24 year olds, like they're my 24, Mm -hmm. but they're not like, I, like a lot of people my age that I went to school with and had a similar path as have already had already got their masters are already doing what I would have been doing. And I compare myself to them, but I'm like, Oh, they weren't pregnant and they don't have a two year old. Yeah. And a lot of the times I look at people that have been pregnant or have, this was the kicker for me, people that have multiple kids and are doing shit that I can't do. Or, like, I'm choosing not to do because this is hard. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Like, they're out here doing that with two, three kids. And I can't even, like, remember to shower and I have one. But you don't give yourself enough credit. Because, Mm -hmm.
0: literally, I think back to this all the time. Like, you... How you were saying, like, you're... So, I'm a full-time mom. You're Mm -hmm. a full-time mom. Mm -hmm. But our full-time moms look so different. Mm -hmm. You're a full-time mom that, literally, Mm 24-7, you have Reagan. Yeah. I don't have Mm -hmm. Kendall 24-7. I can take her to my mother-in-law's house for 24 hours if I wanted to mm-hmm. and not and not have to worry about taking her with me to work or taking mm-hmm. her with me to run errands. And you don't have that mm-hmm. option. So you might be comparing yourself to someone who's like me. Like, I look like I can do all these things and it's because I have... I can drop her off right whenever I want right. to whoever can take her because right. I have that option. Right. And so that is something that helps me achieve these things Mm -hmm. right now right but then when reagan's older and she's in school you're not gonna have that right i don't i can't take reagan out right now like she's she's napping or like i have to be here to do x y and z for her like i can't just up and leave
1: like these other people yeah even though they're your same age and they look like they have the Mm -hmm. same situation yeah i think that's another thing for me that i have to keep telling myself is like Just because I'm not doing it now doesn't mean I can't do it later. Yes. And that's a big thing. Like I'm not going to end up getting the grad degree that I wanted to get because I just can't go that path anymore right now. Yes. It doesn't mean I can't like when I'm like 40 contract out and do work with like other places that I wanted to previously. Yeah. And like telling yourself that is kind of hard because no one wants to delay like what they actually want to do with their lives. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you make choices and your path changes and then you do what you can with it. And I feel like. That has definitely been something that has been easier for me to accept this year. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've come to terms with how my life has shifted for the first time this year. That's awesome. Like, I did a lot of mourning of my old life towards the end of 2021 and the beginning of 2022. And, like, a lot of crying and a lot of being upset for many different reasons. Friendships changing. Not, like, having to back out of grad school at the beginning of the year. And, like, all these things that had happened where the life that I thought I was going to be having just completely changed Mm -hmm. and I feel like I didn't expect to mourn that or to have to grieve that yeah and then giving myself time to do that obviously now looking back on it like I've accepted and come to terms with where I'm at yeah and there's peace in that like I feel like when you're still trying to hang on to a part of you that's just not there anymore Mm there's struggle in that and it's okay to be sad about that but now I feel like I'm like, okay, this is where I'm at. What can I do now moving forward starting where I'm at? Mm-hmm. Not starting at where I was. Yes. And I think it just makes life a lot easier.
0: Yeah, it does. It For doesn't sure. make it as hard. I feel like finally realizing mm-hmm. that and coming to terms with it in that moment and letting yourself be sad and mm-hmm. letting yourself have a hard time with it then allows you to start healing and yeah. moving on a lot
1: I feel better. like a lot of time in parenting, like I felt like... I'm still a child like (laughs) trying to parent a child and that like all of this happened for me really fast. Like I moved out of my parents' house and I was pregnant and then chance and I like were forced to like figure it out and start a relationship together and live together and all this stuff. And it just happened really, really quickly Yeah, that I never got to sit into the fact that like, Oh my God, I'm an adult in an adult situation, adult life making adult decisions. Mm -hmm. Like it's all very serious. I feel like now I've accepted that I'm an adult parenting mm-hmm. a child and mm-hmm. then this is where I'm at. I finally feel my age, even though my age isn't, is, you know, everyone's different at this point in their life. But I finally feel like I'm where I'm at. I'm not a kid just like floundering through trying to parent.
0: Do you feel like that's because of the
1: people you're around now 100%. too? 100%. Yeah. I feel like it's very interesting and I've said it before to be a young mom around a bunch of people that like aren't even in relationships yet or like are nowhere near where you're at Mm -hmm. and it's because I was thrown into it yeah mind you like when Chance and I first started dating, those first three months, like we did not want, expect, or <laughs> had planned to become pregnant. Reagan was ready to be in this she world. She was ready to be in this world. <laughs> and so I feel like I still tried for a really long time to be the girl that the 22 year old, I was 21 when I got pregnant. Oh my so God, to be a baby. To be 21, I still wanted to be. I still yeah. wanted to go out. I still yeah. wanted to do all these things, but it was 100% because of the people that I was around. Yes. So letting go of that, you know, I wish I didn't have to let go of that, but letting go of that and then entering a friend group now where we're all married and we all have kids Mm -hmm. and our lives are very similar. It's really helped me settle into like, oh, there's a time and a place. Mm -hmm. Like we can all still be our mid twenties selves and like go out and have fun. But it's like, we got to go face down on the dance floor. Literally (laughs) like being around other parents that, operate that way has made me also feel less guilty about it too Mm -hmm. because when you're not around that and you choose to go out with your friends you're thinking like sometimes oh I'm like I bet you other parents are like at home with our kids right now and like they're not doing this but when you're out with all your parents friends all our babies are being babysat by grandma and grandpa and we're all having fun yes and there's not as much guilt there yeah so I definitely think that a lot of life no matter where you're at is who you surround yourself with
0: I completely agree I feel like that can literally make or break your mental health. 100%. And just how you feel as a person. Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like a lot of people at this age, it's very competitive. Mm-hmm. Like who's doing what and who's a dad and who's still at their parents' house and mm-hmm. who's still doing this and that. And so surrounding yourself with people that are just going to support you no matter where you're at in yes. your journey yes. is really important. Yeah.
0: I like that too. I feel like. How you were saying, I'm going to keep going back to, like, the whole house mm-hmm. dream of mine. Like, the outside factors of feeling like no one wants to come over because our our house isn't big enough Aww. for people. And then having... Like, you guys that are willing... Like, you're like, I don't care no. what your house looks like. Like, I walked in. Ali's like, I'm sorry. My house has been a disaster. And I'm like, sister, me too. Like, we I have can't. two-year-olds. We have kids, and yeah. And it's holiday season. And we're also trying to do other things and keep other things mm-hmm. going every day on top of trying to keep a house clean. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay to give yourself some, some grace yeah. and understanding and having people that also, like, experience that. Mm-hmm. And it not always looking like... But their house is... Like, always this way, or right. it always looks like that, or like this. It's a very nice
1: feeling. Yeah, I feel like it's interesting, too, because, like, in our little friend group, like, yeah, we're all in very similar places, but also very different places. Yeah. We're all doing very different things. Mm-hmm. We're all living very differently. Yeah. And we're all still coexisting and supporting each other and doing whatever we need to do I feel like it's a very I tell Alyssa all the time like a low maintenance friendship like Mm -hmm. we're all around because we want to be around not because we feel like we have to be Yes. and I feel like if any one of us was like hey we need to drop off the face of the planet for a few months like no one's gonna be any type of way about that there'll be check-ins and stuff but like we're all just kind of there. Yes. For adults. And that's yeah. what adult friendship is. Yes. It's a beautiful thing to find. I agree. I feel like, too, when you surround
0: yourself with people who are just like you, mm. it's easy to become complacent mm. in that, like, well, they're doing the same thing as me. So we're doing something, right? We're,
1: we've got to be fine. we got to be
0: okay. And that's not always the case. Like, I like to be around other people that are doing different things. Yeah. So I can, yeah, you're going to always compare. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like, I look at you and I'm like, oh, like, but I want to be doing X, Y, and Z that Ali's doing. Yeah. And like, we both are in similar situations. Like I should be able to be able to do that. Right. And it motivates you. Yeah. It's yeah. like a healthy competitiveness almost, like within yeah. yourself. If you're a competitive yeah. person, it's like, you can do that. And she's gonna support you doing it. Exactly. Like when I came to Ali and I was like, Hey, I really wanna start this podcast. Yeah, we haven't even touched on that. I know, yet. Haven't I haven't touched on that. And I like really just I want I want help. And you're like, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I probably wouldn't I probably would have pushed it off again. Twenty twenty three, probably wouldn't have seen my podcast, if I wouldn't have met you and seen you doing it and be like, there's no reason I can't. Exactly. Because it is, I was
1: telling Mackenzie too, that starting a podcast is daunting. There's a lot of tech stuff. There's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. But like, I'm so, now that I know how to do it, I'm so happy to walk you through it. I feel like you (sighs) are clearly made for this. Like, (laughs) it's going to be really cute (laughs) and really fun. And I can't wait to be a guest on someone else's podcast. Yes, I'm so excited. I feel like
0: I have very high standards to like... Live up to though because you are like the host of the host. <laughs> oh, stop it! <laughs> yes, you stop are. Stop it, you. We talk all the time. Me, train my sister. We're always like, Ali does so good during the podcast of like keeping things on track. She'll be like, okay, you know, like she'll redirect if needed mm-hmm. to be redirected. Like I never come on as a guest and feel like, oh my god, Alyssa and Ali are gonna sit there and be like, like say something. Yeah, like yeah. come on, it's just so natural. You like you both just make it seem so just like a conversation. That's what
1: I, that's what I've always wanted it to be. Yeah. I feel like I've listened to some podcasts where like you can tell someone is like reading off a script of what they yeah. want to touch on. Yeah. And it's good to have guidelines. I usually like when I have a guest have my phone out mm-hmm. with like guideline questions, but wherever the conversation steers, I'm not going to sit there and be like, Oh, like, yeah, are not supposed to be talking about that yet. It's not right. on the list. Like right. there are a lot of podcasts where you can tell it's like bang, 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 bang. Like we got to get through the process. Right. I always want it to be in open conversation yeah and it's unedited like there's no points within the podcast that I cut or skip or you know whatever I always tell guests that I'm like it's not edited whatever comes out of your mouth is what's it's, getting posted because I'm
0: not going through it and no, cutting I'm pasting.
1: <laughs> I'm like I would be willing if you said something absolutely ridiculous and I've done it before like right. once or twice right but yeah it's unedited and that's what I love about it yeah I so I'm really excited for you to sit down and like experience what i've experienced in like opening up your thoughts to people yeah because it's validating when like people come back in yeah so what are you going to be like what's the vibe what's the plan for what your podcast is going to be about so the vibe is obviously business because the
0: yellow door is like my my love mm-hmm. i absolutely adore what i do and i love my business um but also just everything else that comes in a day-to-day like what it's like being a mom while running a business, Mm -hmm. um, my surrogacy journey while running a business. I want to interview, like I want to interview Trey. I want to get my husband on it and I want to, I literally just want, I told my sister, I was like, one of my questions is going to be what is it like being married to Mackenzie Oliphant? Period. Period. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: That's it. Like, what is
0: it like? And Give be it all. And you to
1: pull things out of him that, like, Alyssa and I weren't. I hope so. We I just, hope he doesn't shut down even more. No. Okay. I feel like once people get past the fact that they're mic'd. Yeah. Like, I always feel like when we have guests, like, after about 15 minutes is the sweet spot. Yes. And people start to realize, like, oh, we're just chatting. Like, I feel like
0: for the first 15 minutes you black out. You're a little like, bit. holy shit! What just was said? I couldn't, I couldn't tell you the first.
1: <laughs> it is very weird because I feel so comfortable sitting down in front of the mic and like recording. Like Alyssa will still get nervous and like still need to drink and stuff. Yeah. And I d- never felt that way. Like even You're when just we so did natural. Like, with, I feel like it's because there's no camera. Yeah. Like yeah. you can be in your sweats, ugly as fuck. Like, yeah. Doesn't matter. <laughs> And you're Just rolled out, out of bed, but you guys bed. don't know that. Yeah, people are like, oh, you need to start YouTube. And I'm like, but I don't want to get ready.
0: You're like, but girl, I'm like half naked throughout the entire <laughs> like,
1: time. I'm like, my voice is what my voice is going to be, yeah. and that's fine. Yeah. So yeah, I feel, and I feel like it's nice to find like a, I don't know if a podcast would be considered social media. Yeah, I feel like it is. But some kind of platform like that where yeah. it's like I can just unapologetically talk. Yeah, it actually can be dangerous sometimes. Sometimes right. I'm like, nobody should allow me this kind of freedom. <laughs> yeah, I should not be allowed to say these things. But like yeah, I think here. I think that you're gonna have a super fun time with it.
0: I'm really excited. It's been like at least a year in the making. It's for sh- for sure before I even opened my storefront, I wanted.
1: To oh, start a podcast. When you first came on as a guest, you had told me you'd already recorded an episode. I did. And it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's been a long time coming.
0: It has. It has. And I feel like coming to you and being able to get, like, this is what I did and this is how, mm-hmm. like, where the mistakes I made mm-hmm. and, like, avoid doing yeah. X, Y, and Z because it'll make your life easier is so nice because it's so defeating when you record an episode and you're like super excited to talk yeah, about it yeah, yeah. and then it doesn't go right or the way you want it. Yeah. And then you listen back and you're like, that's it. It's like the Grinch. That's it. I'm not doing Yes, it. Literally. never mind. Like, literally. forget it. No one wants to listen to
1: this. No one wants to hear I, I me. I feel like having like how you've already made a little setup and like yeah. setting yourself up for confidence is like key. Yeah. Like us having a little couch in here yes. and our mics and like me prepping the vibe of like, I'm not going to waste my time doing all this stuff to just not do it. Yeah. Helps. Yes. So, and also you'll have me at your disposal if you're like trying to record and you're like I cannot figure this the fuck out I live five minutes from yellow door I know. I'll come help you I
0: know I'm so thankful So it'll for be you. good
1: but yeah so everyone look out for that it's um, going to be called what
0: open your own door open
1: your own door <laughs> I don't know I feel like I don't want to pitch when the first episode is going to be yet because you'll announce this stuff yes
0: it's going to be very 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 soon though it'll so. probably be out by the time this it'll be, or be at least in teasers the in, in the works. works by this time by the time Yay! this episode is- Oh,
1: my God. I'm so excited.
0: I'm so excited, too. I literally have some big
1: shoes to fill, though. because Oh, stop it.
0: I, li- I mean, I'm like you said, I've been on this episode or this uh, podcast so many times. Like, I, sh- I should not be nervous. But, but it's
1: it's good to get your feet wet and like do yeah, it. Like, that's yeah. it's definitely going to help.
0: And being a host, I've never I don't know what that's like. So that'll be a whole different Yeah. I can like, imagine experience. doing it solo. I'm a little nervous for that too. Like, I'm just gonna be me sitting. You're gonna, I'm gonna record myself or pull up camera footage in the studio and send it to you. Be like, look at what a joke I look like. I'm gonna be hammered.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You might have to get a little bit fuzzy to feel comfortable, but do what you gotta do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I think it'll be fun. So, yeah, we have big things planned for 2023. 2022 was quite the year. Good year. And we're just gonna stay
0: positive. Yes. Make some vision boards tomorrow. I'm so excited. I I really keep saying I have. I have really good feelings about 2023. Good, I'm and glad. And I think a lot of it has to do with the people I'm around. Having yeah, you guys, yeah. having a great group of friends. Mm-hmm. And then, like, hearing, like, all of our plans that we have and listening to, like, Alice
1: and Ben and mm-hmm. Alyssa and Seth. And I want to hold chance. a baby. I, know. <laughs> I
0: want someone to have a baby. I know. My vision
1: board is going to have me as a little auntie. An auntie,
0: yeah. A little auntie vibes yeah. on Sh- my vision board. Wearing a shirt. Yes. best auntie. World's best World's auntie. Best. <laughs>
1: That's I what I it. want.
0: Yes, I'm just really excited. I I'm excited for
1: all of us. Your positivity and your hope is making me positive and hopeful. Good. So I'm going to let that simmer.
0: That's because you got to surround yourself around
1: good Everyone positive. surrounding themselves around me is probably toxic for everyone no. else cuz I'm like it's going to fail. Find a new friend. <laughs> I'm not the glass half full. Yes. Be some balance. We can't there all. There absolutely positive. does
0: because then if there was a bunch of positivity going around, we'd be very disappointed. I'm the one that, that like
1: whispers one. in your ear. Are you sure? Right. This could be a disaster. Rethink right, that. Yes. <laughs> and everyone needs a me. Yeah. I just can't be surrounded by me's because be we'll all be sad and really, really, really pessimistic. <laughs> so good balance, good balance. anyways well that was a cutie little episode i loved it, it thank you so fun. much for guest hosting with me today thank you for um prayers for the spargo family i, I hope that they all feel rainbow. better yes. um and yeah thank you guys all for listening to the mom pod this year it has been quite the year um Alyssa and i have a special one year thing in the works that Woo! we'll touch on here I'm pretty excited. soon but um thank you to everyone that's listened for our little community of owl pals and we'll see you guys next year. Yeah, Imagine happy that new year. will not see you next year. Oh, <laughs> corny. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.